Welcome to Tea with Tanya. I'm your host, Tanya Ambrose, an average millennial navigating life as a maternal health professional, nonprofit founder, and grad student. Join me in the tea tasting room where we spill the tea on finding balance and promoting positive living while doing it all. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Tea with Tanya. Thank you for joining me here in the Tea Tasting Room. It is always a pleasure and a privilege if you are new to listen to this podcast. My name is Tanya and I'm a public health professional. I'm a grad student and I'm a nonprofit founder of the nonprofit organization Scrub Life Cares. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about coping with grief during the holiday season or, you know, for those of you who are experiencing holiday grief, that's whether you've lost a loved one or you find the holiday season challenging for many other reasons. I'm just here to offer support and just share some of my experience while grieving through the holiday season. Now, I know I sound kind of somber. I don't even know why. I think my, my mind just told me, you know what, you need to sound a little somber. I don't know. The tea that I'm drinking today, it's called dandelion tea. And I would have mentioned this in a previous episode, but I'm drinking that this week and today, specifically, not only for the benefits when it comes to like, you know, it makes your liver good and reduce inflammation and all these different things. But I specifically chose this because, again, we're talking about holiday grief. And one of the reasons why I personally do experience holiday grief is because I would have lost my grandmother. I don't even know why I'm getting emotional recording this episode. That's crazy. This is crazy. Like, I've done rehearsed what I was going to say. I had an optimistic mind. I was, you know, I was happy. Like, why am I getting emotional? Like, I'm recording this episode and my eyes are getting watery. Like, what? Oh, my goodness. But anyway, let me try to get to this for you. But one of the reasons why I'm drinking this tea, because around this time of the year, my grandmother, she passed on December, like the first week in December. I won't put the exact date, but she she died the first week in December. And then her funeral was five days before Christmas. And, you know, not a day goes by where I don't think about her. I literally think about her multiple times a day because she has been someone who was instrumental in helping to raise me with my parents, me and my siblings, essentially. But that was my girl. She was just, she was just that girl. And she was my girl, to be quite honest with you. I think about her every day. It's about to be her seven year anniversary. So that's how long she's passed on, but I still think about her. I, every time I do something, I'm like, wow, she should have been here to see me do this. She should have been here to take care of my future kids. You know, all these different things. But the reason why I'm drinking dandelion tea is because I had a dream back in 2022. I wanted a time when she would have gotten ill. And I remember so it, the dream was just so vivid and I won't share everything for personal reasons, but I just remember she came to me because that was the first one that I saw her in a long time. I know this episode is starting off a little bit eerie, but bear with me. And she came to me in my dream and she was just telling me to forgive some people and to forgive, you know, certain individual and just to live my life for me. And I think that's why this year, like I would have mentioned in a previous episode, this year I've been living my life truly for me because because it was a result of that particular dream. But in that dream, she just, she told me, go make you a cup of dandelion tea. And I was like, what? Like, man, this is in the dream. She's telling me to go make you a cup of dandelion tea. When you make it, add a little bit of honey. And she was like, you know, pray over this tea and then drink it. That was my, so that was my first time. I remember telling my best friend about this dream. And she was like, you know, yeah, you need to get some dandelion root, X, Y, Z, make the tea. So that was kind of my first introduction into consistently drinking dandelion tea, to be honest, because my grandmother in a dream came to me and told me 
to forgive people for what they've done to me and these different things, to forgive myself for things that I have done. But to go and drink some dandelion tea, pour a little bit of honey and pray over the tea. And that's exactly what I did before, obviously, recording this episode. But every time, so every time I, I make dandelion tea, I do whisper a quick prayer over that tea because as a result of that dream. So in other words, the tea of the week or the tea that we're drinking is dandelion tea as we talk about coping with grief through the holiday season. And when we think about the holiday season, you know, it's a time for joy for many people. A lot of people look forward. They wait all year for the holiday season. But for those of us who are dealing with grief, it can be a time of just sadness. And sometimes we may want to isolate during that time, you know. So I do just want to share some tips and suggestions for coping with holiday grief and just learning how to find moments of comfort and connection. So like I said, my grandmother would have passed seven years ago and not a day goes by where I don't think about her. But then whenever it gets to November into December, my mood just changed. And this past week, my mood was just not, my mood was just completely off. Like I've had moments where my mood is off, but I'm able to manage and navigate. But for some reason, I could not do it. Like I could not push myself to do anything. Or even if I did something, I was just going through the motion, you know, and that's because, again, like I said, she would have gotten ill around this time and another anniversary of her death is coming up. And the funny thing is, an anniversary is such a bittersweet moment because my twin niece and nephew, they were born on the same day that she passed away, just in a year apart. So it's just a bittersweet time during this time. But holiday grief is it's real. Grief is real. Nobody tells you how long it takes to grieve a person or a situation or whatever it is. Grief can just hit you at any point in time. To be quite honest, because like I say, I'm seven years in, or almost seven years in by the time you hear this episode, and I'm still grieving the, the loss of my, my grandmother. I'm still even grieving some friendships, but for, mo- for the most part, when it comes to the holiday season, I am experiencing that. So one of the first steps when it comes to coping with holiday grief is just to acknowledge your feelings. And one thing I'm going to do, I'm acknowledge my feelings. I don't care. Like, you know, I'll call my sisters. We'll start talking about things as it relates to my grief. There's some ache in my heart. There's some sadness during that time because the most important person or one of the most important person to me is no longer here. And, you know, when you think about the memories that you've created with this person around this time, it's okay to be sad. There's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you're not going to celebrate the day or celebrate the, the season. But you can also acknowledge that you're feeling the way you're feeling and that feeling is down. So you want to be able to be kind to yourself and allow yourself to feel the emotions that comes during that time. Don't fight it because, you know, usually I'll be like, oh, push through. But no, you don't want to fight that feeling because, again, it's going to come up again. There's no rule book to tell you, oh, it's going to take 12 months to grieve. I think a friend of mine, one of my um, therapist friends was telling me that in the, I forgot that book, the DSVM, I don't want to misquote it, but that book from when it comes to mental health, that they've removed I think essentially a time frame as to which someone is supposed to grieve because there's really no timing or time frame that can tell you when to get over something at all. So you want to allow yourself to feel those emotions for a period of time and then you can move on. Again, you know, I'm big on journaling. So you want to make sure that you're journaling your feelings and then you can go about your, you know, your day. And when it comes to, to grief, especially during the holiday season, you know, think about, I've heard people say, you know, thinking about creating new traditions. So if you're someone like me where you have lost a loved one, you know, you want to consider creating or establishing a new tradition so that you can honor their memory. You know, that could include lighting a candle in their memory, sharing stories about them, or just doing something that they love. Because when you do these different rituals, it can help you feel connected to your loved one during the holidays. For me, 
me and my sisters, we get on a call. I mean, we talk every day, but we get on a call and we just start reminiscing about our grandmother. And I remember my youngest sister who thinks she's the oldest. You know, she can always tell when, when we're going down the road, me and my sister Chloe. I'm, I'm going to give them a shout out. Shout out to Chloe and Beyonce. Yes, my sister's name is Beyonce. Not Beyonce knows Carter, but Beyonce Tiara Ambrose. <laughs> and I just gave you her full government name. But anyway, <laughs> she's a superstar. Her name, her name needs to be out there. But nevertheless, we'll get on a call. And my youngest sister would be the one telling me, telling us, you know what, let's not start, guys. Because she can tell when we're going to get into the, the crying and the tears and everything. I will be like, you know what, no, we're not going to do that. We're just going to create and have that happy memory. And, of course, there are moments when we do cry because we are just emotional beings as sisters. We just kind of help ourselves. But create, you know, share the memory. Light that candle. This year, I'm going to light a candle in memory of my grandmother. I've never lit the candle before for her, but I am going to do that. And I'm going to make sure I'm sharing the story. There's a shirt with her picture on it from her funeral. I'm going to be wearing that, you know, wearing it properly. So you want to create rituals that help you feel connected to your loved ones during the holidays. Another one is reaching out for support. Many of us, including myself, sometimes we don't want to reach out for support because we don't want to be a bother or we think maybe a person may not understand. I've had someone tell me, oh, your grandmother died X amount of years ago. Why are you still grieving? And obviously me and that person, we're not friends anymore. Not only because of that statement, but for other things, that was just the the last straw when it came to me because anyone who knows me knows how big I am in family and how close I am or was to my grandmother. So you don't have to go through the holiday grieving alone. You know, reach out to your friends, your family or support group, whoever you may have, even your therapist, you know, someone who can provide you a listening ear and can understand and even relate to what you're, you're going through. You know, you want to be able to share your feelings with others so you can be validated, you can feel comfortable and you can just be at peace in knowing that you're not alone in feeling this type of way. So definitely reach out for for support. And then of course, self-care. Self-care is very important when it comes to the holiday season, especially if you are navigating grief. It's very, very important for you to practice self-care. You know, you want to make time for activities that are going to be nourishing to your body you know, whether that's taking long walks, practicing meditation, you know, if you're simply just maybe reading or listening to a good book, you definitely want to prioritize your self-care. You want to set realistic expectations. You know, sometimes you're dealing with that grief and then you want to strive for perfection during the, the holiday season because you're trying to put on for somebody else. No, stay true to who you are. Embrace the imperfection. Embrace who you are and how you're feeling in that moment. You want to prioritize maybe some calming activities. You know, during the holiday season, it's very easy to get caught up in the whirlwind of shopping. And if you're from the Caribbean, you know, you got to do the entire house cleaning where you got to change the curtains, change the bedding. You got to do all these different things. You know, you got to socialize, go to different dinner parties or whatever the case may be. But make time to prioritize activities that are calming to your soul. You know, you want to probably stay active. You want to eat nourishing food. We're going to practice our mindfulness and, of course, set boundaries because, again, you are navigating this grief, whether it's the loss of a loved one or just the loss of a friendship. Because sometimes we can we can grieve things that are still alive and well. So you want to set boundaries because that's going to be an essential part of your self-care during the holiday season. You want to communicate your needs and limits to loved ones so that they know ahead of time when you are either available for certain events or... Whatever it is, just let them know how you're feeling and where you are in that in that journey as well. So, you know, if you're someone who you're not close with your family or you find maybe family gatherings to be a little bit stressful, just set those boundaries because you have the right to decide essentially how you want to spend your holidays and to who you want to spend spend your holiday 
with as well. So just communicate your boundaries with clarity and kindness, of course, kindness, and focus on experiencing or creating a holiday that feels right for you. Um, Another thing that I do is I tend to give back during the holiday season with the rescue missions or whatever it is. Now that I have my own nonprofit organization, we do focus on giving back to the community in any way, shape or form. Sometimes when you get out there, you know, it helps to take your mind off of something. It's just a way to shift your focus from the grief that you're feeling because you're making an impact on the world. You know, someone's situation might be worse off than you are. So to put a smile on someone's face will in turn put a smile on your face and let you feel much, much better as well. So you definitely want to practice these things as you navigate holiday grief. Again, holiday grief doesn't have to just be the loss of a loved one essentially by death, but just from losing a relationship, whether it's with with an intimate partner, losing a friendship, whatever it is, but you want to make sure that you're setting that boundaries and just learn to acknowledge what you are feeling. So definitely want to acknowledge your grief. You want to create new traditions. You're going to want to reach out for support. You're going to want to set your boundaries and you can volunteer and give back. That's a way for you to feel good about yourself while helping someone else as well. And just remember, you know, as I go, there is just no right or wrong, wrong way to navigate holiday grief. I'm telling you what I do. I'm telling you some tips and suggestions. But at the end of the day, your feelings are valid and it's okay to grieve in your own way. Don't you ever let anyone tell you how to grieve. Take it from me. So by acknowledging your grief, when you're reaching out for support, you're practicing self-care, you know, you can find moments of solace and meaning during this challenging time. And I do want to thank you for joining me here. I hope you found this episode helpful. It was a tough one because I started a little bit emotional, but I do want to say as I navigate this holiday season, you know, I want to say continue to rest in peace to my dear, dear beloved grandmother, Miss Haley Ambrose. That's my heart. I think about it every day. So I do want to, you know, just continue to keep her memory, creating that tradition, keeping her name alive because she is a very important piece or a very important reason as to why I am where I am in my life right now. So as I leave you, I want to leave you with this affirmation and it's going to be, I let go of my sorrow, but hold on to my love for my loved ones. I let go of my sorrow, but hold on to my love for my loved ones. Think about that as you go about this holiday season. Again, thank you for joining me here. And I'm sending you love, sending you positive energy as you go about this challenging time, but also learning to create memories and to do things that's going to make you happy. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Tea with Tanya. If you like this episode, be sure to share it with a friend. Don't forget to follow on Instagram at Tea with Tanya Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the weekly Tea Talk newsletter. And of course, rate on Apple or Spotify and subscribe wherever you listen. See you next time. I love you for listening.